0: Log Talk Radio.
1: All right, well, good morning and welcome to Dynamic Word Bible Studies. This is your host, Felicia DeRozier. Today, I'm joined by two amazing co-hosts, and they are... Cross. And? Mariah. You know what, Cross, I bet if we, like, searched back over the shows, we could hear how your voice has deepened over the last yeah, year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So, uh, today we've got some really cool things for you today, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We have a Bible study.
2: We Bible study. Okay. Q&A for an the second part. So,
1: Cross <laughs> has prepared something for the second part of the show. It's so, like and... game,
2: style, game show style. Question and Answer session. And, and I
1: think he's got some gotcha questions for me um, to show that uh, I really I don't know everything. Um, so that's always fun for kids and their moms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we'll come back after commercial break and we'll get started soon. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes it's still great quality food but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it and leave that to marty.com now if you want to save a little extra today you can get twenty dollars off your first order by going to our facebook group for dynamic word bible studies and picking up a discount code there so check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light and to save some money on your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out marty.com. Of all the grounding studies... The one that really got our attention is called electric grounding improves vagal tone in preterm infants. In the study, 26 premature babies in an NICU were connected to grounding wires. The heart rates of the grounded infants stabilized and their vagal tone, a critical measure of infant health increased by 67% with grounding.
0: The information is provided for general informational purposes only the contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for a professional medical advice diagnosis or treatment ground therapy incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency appropriateness or suitability of any specific tests procedures treatments services opinions healthcare care providers or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism pardon the pun it's my job about 20 percent of all produce, never makes it off the farm.
1: It's because they it just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food.
0: It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. know that there is beauty standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing
1: these fruits and vegetables are.
0: Have food delivered to your house. Box of
1: produce every week. And
0: it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I
1: spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted
0: every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what Why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce.
1: All right, guys. Well, welcome back. We are here live for Dynamic Word Bible Study. Welcome back. Welcome back. we're almost done with Romans.
2: Yay! I uh, know. Oh, been in here for over a, over, a
1: year. over a year, over a year. So I figure we're probably gonna finish up on Romans probably the first week of December or so.
2: Hopefully.
1: Hopefully, and then um, I figure we'll pick up in the new year with the Gospel of John. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, so today we are studying Romans chapter fifteen verses thirty through thirty-three. Did you want to play a sin
2: call? Sure. Hats off. But... Hats <laughs> off. <laughs> if, you, if you're out there and you have a hat on, you better take it off. Right? Because cross the dynamic word Bible says, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go for it, honey. Lord God, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything you did for us. Thank you that we're able to come on the show, spread the word of your gospel, Lord. <clears throat> and we pray that the words that come out of mom's mouth are not her words, but yours. Jesus' name is it. Amen. Amen.
1: (laughs) Cross has a little bit of frog in his throat today. So let's pick up and get started. Romans fifteen verse thirty. I appeal to you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf, that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. I really, I, I do have Do Not Disturb on my phone. I don't understand. She really does. I really put it on there. So, okay. Um, so that's our scripture verse today. And um, I think it's really interesting um, that he starts off with this. So in the context of this, Paul is letting them know his plans. He is planning on visiting Rome, okay? And first, he plans on visiting Jerusalem. Now, Paul's been to some pretty dangerous places, but – and he's had a few people want to kill him. Oh, more than a few. More than a few. At this point, he's already been stoned to death or stoned left almost dead,
2: right? I mean, he was to death and he came back. Right, right, right. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that works.
1: He was left for dead, and and he came back, and he was fine. So he's had a lot of stuff already go down. But, like, this is like him writing a letter and basically saying, so all those people liked me. Right? They didn't like
2: my message.
1: Comparatively, they they were my friends. Now we're going into Jerusalem, okay, where he's not, he's anticipating not being very well received. Um, and Rome, where he's anticipating not being well-received. Now, remember, this is the time frame. Uh, Nero is in control. Oh, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but Nero's not quite crazy yet. Like, oh, okay. like Nero starts out kind of okay. Oh, so he was it, like Michael Jackson. There was a point where he was okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so he starts out kind of okay as a ruler, and then um, he kind of develops into this psychopath who's blaming Christians for everything. So the great persecution is not happening yet. This is about five or six years before that. But remember, travel is pretty slow, okay? Um, so God doesn't always, you guys know God doesn't always just get his way, right? Like, I think a lot of people are um, like a little fatalistic and they're just like, well, if God wants it to be, it's going to be, right? And, and that's just not the case. So um, if it was true that God always got his way, then this verse here wouldn't exist. Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. Okay. This is from the Lord's Prayer, and this is Jesus speaking. And he says, um, hold on. I'm trying to find the right. There you go. He says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that means that God always gets his will In heaven. In heaven.
2: Not always on earth.
1: But not always on earth. (laughs) Okay, that shakes up our theology just a little bit, because I think that a lot of times people think that God's got this, like, iron grip on everything, and, and will, like, I think he can make it all happen to his will, but I think he doesn't. And so that requires us to kind of join forces with the Holy Spirit and to do some of that footwork on our behalf. Uh, not that we can accomplish anything good outside of God, but but that God accomplishes good things through us and in us. So um, just to further make the point, we're going to turn over here to Genesis 1:28, Um And um, God, I just wanted to emphasize that, <laughs> that God placed this here. And I think I only figured this out like a year or two ago. It never occurred to me that when God created the Garden of Eden and put people in it, Satan was already here. Mm-hmm. He put us in the world to exercise his dominion over the world because he's the rightful king there. But um, spiritual darkness was already here. That's why it was necessary or important to have someone here on earth exercising God's dominion. So... Um, Continue to test them. To well, I, there, there was testing involved. I, you know, um, that's a whole another. <laughs> that's that's a whole another subject we don't have time to get into today. But um, it says here, and God blessed them, and He said to them, "Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish in the sea, that and over the birds of the heavens, and over the every living thing that moves on the earth." So we were meant to exercise dominion here. Um, But we are not meant to be fatalistic about it. Oh, well, you know, if God wants it to happen, it's going to happen. And I think that too many times we as believers do that. We just think to ourselves, well, I mean, if God wants it to happen, he's going to make it happen, right? No, no, that's not what the scripture says. What the scripture says is that we're supposed to be partnering with God in prayer and in action in order to make his will happen here on earth. We're supposed to exercise the dominion he's given us, and we're supposed to continue in prayer. Um, and that means that we must labor and partner with God's will to accomplish good things for the kingdom and his purposes. It also means that when we do, we will face opposition from the dark spiritual for- forces in this world who are already here. Like it's a whole thing. They're already here. We may face opposition from people, um, both outside of the family of God and within who are being influenced negatively by the adversary. You ever have that happen? Um, And we may even face spiritual opposition more directly through difficult circumstances, internal discouragement, temptation, fear, depression, uh, feelings of anxiety, illness, or any number of other methods, like spiritual attack is a real thing and it does happen. With all these potential hurdles, it may be tempting to conclude that it's better to lead a quiet, simple life, and to do nothing to disrupt the balance of the kingdom. I can attest to that myself. There have been moments when I've contemplated just retreating and just investing in my family, but that's not what God's called us to do, right? And so we know that we're putting ourselves in the line of attack. And that isn't the life that God called Paul to either, and Paul knew that. And he also knew that he was going to face some strong opposition on his journey. He planned to visit Jerusalem and then Rome on his way to minister in Spain. He was bringing gift offerings from the churches in Greece, and he was riddled with concerns over the journey. Do you think of anything that he might be worried about there? Dying. Dying? <laughs> like, that's a good point, yeah. Don't die. Don't
2: die. Anybody? Anything else? Um, getting thrown out of town and they'll be able to spread the gospel. Getting
1: thrown out of town,
2: like that's happened to him already, right? Several, several several times. So, he's often tried and has been killed several times. Right, right.
1: Well, I don't know if he's been killed, but he's been, they tried. They they tried. If they didn't succeed, it was an act of God. How about that? Um, So, his main concerns that he talks about um, is he was concerned about being received well by his Jewish brethren after spending time ministering to Gentiles um so he's worried about persecution from non-believing jews because remember his pattern is the first thing he does is he goes into the synagogues of the town and he ministers to the jewish population there how well do you think that's going to go over not
2: well
1: i mean it didn't go over well for jesus do you think it's going to go over well for paul
2: like another one
1: another one we're not happy like what happened to we Jesus? just got rid of, of the first guy. Right, right, right. So that's not going to go over well. I think he's rightly concerned about that, don't you guys think?
2: Um,
1: and then he's worried about um, that the gift from the Greek churches. Now, this sounds really kind of crazy in our day and age, okay? He's worried that the gifts that are coming from the Greek churches um, would be rejected by Jewish believers with more rigid traditions and lifestyle. Could you imagine, like, they're sending a love offering over from the Greek churches. But not everybody in Jerusalem was supportive of spreading, God bless you, um, of spreading the message. You should be quiet. You did try to be quiet. <laughs> um, not everybody was, was receptive to uh, Gentiles joining the movement. And so I think he was probably also rightly concerned about that. And of course, he was very concerned for his safe passage through Jerusalem and to Rome. And really, that's a fair concern. That was a fair concern. Like, he had some issues with this. Um, but doesn't that really kind of seem familiar? Um, we want to step out into ministry and do the things that God calls us to, but we're plagued with worry. We're concerned about judgment from people who don't know Jesus. Oh,
2: shoot. I know where this is going now. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where it's going no, We will see.
1: <laughs> um so so we're worried about judgment from people who don't know Jesus, right? Oh no. And we follow the ways of the and, and who follow the ways of the world. We worry about rejection and chastisement from fellow Christians who may believe different things than we do. And we worry about stirring up dissension with our spiritual forces. You get no more blessings for me. If you seen that many <laughs> that times, there's no time. problem. <laughs> so um, we worry about these things. We really do. Uh, we worry about stirring up contention and, um, like, making Satan notice us, right? Mm-hmm. Making the dark spiritual forces know yeah. that we're there. That's never fun. We worry about um, people in the world thinking that we're, you know, There's there's a lot of things that people in the world think about Christians nowadays, right? Yep. Not the least of which is that, like, you know, maybe we're judgmental or we're mean or whatever. And and all the things that go along with that. And then um, (laughs) we recently had an issue with someone kind of coming up against us at the show because they were Christian, but they believed some different things than we did, Right. And so they didn't think that I should be teaching the Bible. Oh yeah. That, right, that,
2: right. Then they got Facebook shit down your account. Right, that's super that
1: super happens. It super happens. So, um it's it's no surprise, of course, that Paul has a plan for this. Because Paul at this point he is he's just Oh like for everything. Right, he's an expert. He's done this before. So Paul asked the church in Rome to mm-hmm. pray. But he asks them not just to pray but to pray fervently. The word that is used is the root word um, that we get our word agonize from. So think to agonize in prayer. Um, but its meaning is more like to wrestle harder, to fight. It's like, it's like a fighting contest here. Um, so imagine if you were wrestling, and remember, you know, the, the penalty of losing sometimes was death, right? So how hard would you wrestle?
2: Pretty hard <laughs> if you do all day. Pretty hard,
1: right? Um, And he was asking the church to join his battle by wrestling in prayer. So let's look really quick um, at why we need to pray. And today we're going to use as our model Matthew 6, 5 through 13, which is the Lord's Prayer. Okay. So um, I'll go ahead and read it because you're kind of not feeling great. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And when you pray you must not Sir, save, save the... sure, okay. sure. Sure. So, and when you pray you must not act like the hypocrites for they love to stand in prayer in the synagogues and in the street corners so they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you they've received their full reward. But when you pray go in your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees the secret will reward you. When you pray do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be hurt for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows that you need, what you need before you even ask him. Pray then like this, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your I'm doing it in the wrong translation. Your, in that, that's
2: actually the, the translation I have in my life. Is your kingdom so? come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, day our daily day bread, bread
1: and, and forgive our, our so- debt.
2: As Forgiven, forgiven our, our debtors, and debtors, and lead
1: us not, not into temptation, temptation but, but deliver us from evil, evil. So, so that, um, that's kind of our model here, right?
2: And I it's like, not evil, it's the evil one.
1: From the evil one, right? Yeah. So, um. so why do we pray? Well, the first thing that we need to point out is that we're not praying to inform God. He already knows.
2: <laughs> right. Okay? <laughs> like. Hey, so this kind of sucks. Can you, can you like, do oh, Like I remember being being
1: a really young believer and not spending a lot of time in prayer because I didn't understand the concept of prayer as a opportunity to build a relationship with God. And I was like, why do I need to pray about stuff He already knows about? That's kind of crazy. Like I kind of felt like God would be, you know, upstairs going like, Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> Um, we're also not praying to change His mind, right? Um, so well. I mean, sometimes. Okay. So, and it's, it's happened before. It has happened before, but never with good results. Like, let me just be clear.
3: Well, it, no, it's like, there is one King in judges who was yeah, supposed to die. And he was yeah. like, Lord, please. No, uh, not yet. And yeah. God extended his life and it, it still turned out. Okay.
1: Right. No, no. What happened in the end? Well, afterwards, he has more children, and so he produced heir to the throne, and his name is Manasseh. Oh,
2: oh, oh, Manasseh! And Manasseh.
1: Manasseh is like the the worst king ever.
2: <laughs> so God was trying but, to but, bring him home but, early. Uh, but Manasseh's kid was peasant, or
1: not uh, was Josiah. Oh, mm-hmm. Josiah turned out okay.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean okay, but you know, and Manasseh. Was Manasseh, Manasseh was like the worst. <laughs> so
2: yeah so yeah like doesn't really turn out like god usually has a good plan also, so. i just want to add this hezekiah couldn't ask anything for a sign but he made god literally turn the sun backwards right. which means
1: rotating the earth in reverse which is interesting anyway right i
3: should have thrown off all of nature and balance
1: probably did <laughs> probably did is that where we get daylight savings time
2: <gasps> uh no
1: now we get daylight savings time from ridiculous government mandates. <laughs> okay. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, we're not praying to change his mind. We're praying to align our will with his will, so that we can bring it to pass on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, um, and uh, we're we're praying to bring his will to pass on earth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're praying to be protected from the enemy. And to see our rebellious world brought into submission to its rightful ruler. Yep. And we're praying because only he has the power to accomplish all these things. Only he does. And we're praying to see God glorified. All right. So Paul understood that spiritual warfare was real. Let's look really quick at Ephesians. I have these pre-marked to make it easy, but I still have to find them. Okay, so Ephesians 6, (laughs) 10 through 20. Um, So I just want to show you that Paul, like, really understood that he was going into spiritual battle. But I'm not, like, drawing these conclusions, and I'm not making it up. Because sometimes people are like, yeah, Paul didn't believe that. Well, let me show you. He really did, okay? So you guys probably know these verses here. Ephesians 6.10, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might and put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fasted the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that end, to keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me that the words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chain, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So clearly he believes that there is some spiritual dark forces out there, right? right. Um, and that we need to pray against those. Also, um, let's just look really quick because that's great that, um, that Paul believes it, but let's make sure that this is consistent with the teachings of Jesus, right? I want to make sure always, right? So let me see here. Matthew 18. I don't think I marked this properly, so let's look at this real quick. 16, 18, 19. Okay. Again, and this is Jesus talking. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by, his, by my Father in heaven. So um, so Paul is utilizing this verse here to say, okay, we know the spiritual darkness, but Jesus is saying that when, when we gather together, more is better. Okay? Okay. Um, that means that we're stepping out into ministry and stepping out into things of God, it's really important to have prayer warriors on our side. Um, I, I know there have been some people over time who've been praying for our radio show. And whenever you're stepping into ministry, you should always have some people praying for you and, and uplifting you in that. It's really important, okay? Um, was it effective for Paul is the question. Well, okay. So, here's the question here's the thing like you never know really how bad something could have been if we weren't praying for it right, right.
0: Um,
1: but um, Paul did receive some prophetic warnings as he approached Jerusalem that danger was ahead so let's look at that really quick we're going to hop over to Acts which I hope that we can get to at some point doing the show um, we're going to go to Acts 22 I'm sorry Acts 20, verses 22 to 23. And now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and inflictions await me. That's encouraging, isn't it? (laughs) Not so fun. Okay, so let's look also at Acts 21.4. Okay, and having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. And through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. So um, he was warned through the Spirit, right? Okay, he went anyway. He went anyway. Um, and then let's let's look again here at Acts twenty-one ten through fourteen. While we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from judea and coming to us he took paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said thus says the holy spirit this is how the jews actually will bind the man who owns the belt and deliver him to the hands of the gentiles um it's not very encouraging news is it you think you want to keep going well that'd be kind of frustrating right um, so the, unbelievable, the unbelieving Jews were, in fact, very hostile when he came. Um, let's look at Acts 21 to 27. Uh, when the seven days were almost completed and the Jews came from Asia, seeking him at the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him. <laughs> I don't think that they laid hands on him in a nice way either. Hmm. They weren't laying hands on him in a prayerful kind of way, were they? Yes, yeah, no, it was not like that. Uh, he was arrested and he was held at Caesarea for two years. Let's look at that real quick. Wow. Yeah. Do you think he needed prayer to be kept up during all this? <sighs> Sheesh. Uh, when two years had elapsed, Felix was successful, Was succeeded by Porcius oh. no, fifthus, and desiring to do the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul out of prison. <laughs>
2: let's call it in prison. Oh,
1: let's call it in prison. Sorry. Um, yeah. So he appealed to Caesar. Okay. So at some point, like, they had nothing on him, but he appealed to Caesar. Why? This is crazy, right? He could have just gone. But remember, he was trying to go to Rome anyway. I mean, he's like, then I get an audience with the king. So he goes to Rome, and remember, Nero is is Caesar at this point. So he actually gives Nero a chance to repent and become a Christian. Hmm. That's interesting, right? And, of course, it's interesting looking in retrospect because we know what happened with Nero, you know, but, but he did have an opportunity to call the Lord. Um, so you might ask, well, what does this have to do with me? Everybody is called into ministry in one form or another, They may not be called into um, full-time missionary work like Paul was, but everybody is called to spread the gospel in their own community. Uh, Jesus' ministry is a ministry of the apostles. Um, Now, I just learned this the other day, and I thought this was so cool. Do you know um, where the word apostle comes from? Um, The Greek. Uh, it, It is a Greek word. Very observant, yes. Do you know what what it's for?
2: Okay, yes.
1: So the word apostle actually is talking about an armada of ships, and it's talking about the ship that goes in the lead, that front ship. Um, that's the ship of the that's the ship of the apostles, and their job was to go into any newly conquered region and establish Greek or Roman culture based on who was in power. Okay. Um, So much so that if Caesar were to visit these new lands, he would feel as at home there as he would in Rome. Okay? So their job was to change and shift the culture of newly conquered areas. Okay? And so I don't think it's any mistake that Jesus has made his ministry and his mission a ministry and mission of apostles. We're supposed to be changing the culture and climate of our cities and our towns to look more and more like heaven so that God would feel comfortable in the places that we live. Um, so we're called to be an impact in our cities and our nation with a culture of love through Jesus Christ. Well, wow. Kind of cool, right? It's kind of cool. That's all i got for today. So. That's
2: not all I've got. Well, no, but... That right,
1: so we'll come back, part two, with Cross and all sorts of amazing things, and then we will do our Q&A, but for now, let's go ahead and jump to a commercial break. Here we go.
0: Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce, never makes it off the farm. It's
1: because they it just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food.
0: It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff.
1: We buy
0: ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks. And we deliver it to people's doors. standards for an apple this isn't that ugly at all like that's the most common first box like complaint we get we change that we educate people we show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are have food delivered to your house box of produce every week and it's more affordable at a very reasonable price cheaper than the grocery store
1: i spend a lot less time in grocery stores. it's an adventure every time that you
0: High quality produce. There's
1: nothing wrong with the
0: produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like, But what you Why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce.
1: We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now, so why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off and it's also a great way to support our show. And to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet, and I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com.
2: Hello and welcome to Dynamic Word Bible Studies. I'm your host Cross Roger. We have our two contestants here, Miss Felicia Derosier <laughs> and Mariah Broom. Uh oh! You, you know, know
3: we were you contestants? Started? I didn't know we were contestants. I'm gonna win. Ooh. I don't know if I'm gonna win. <laughs> Let me see the question. No. I'm uh, to no, see the questions. I'm supposed to
2: be the answers down. Okay. You <laughs> will each have 15 seconds to answer the question. First one to raise their hand gets to answer. Raise our hand? I get a raise my hand. They can't I'm see scared. us raising our hands. It, it, it doesn't matter. I'm just going call to
3: call you out. Well, I'm going to raise my hand in my head.
2: Okay. Because
1: I really can win.
2: <laughs> first, first one to say, it, then. Okay. What was Saul's son named?
1: King Saul. King Saul. son? Yes. Yeah. And was Jonathan. Yep. King. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking Solomon in my bed. What? No, Jonathan, what? he had a covenant with David, too.
2: Yeah. There's okay. a whole thing about that. That was, that was a really cool thing. Yeah. Okay. What was the name of David's son who was murdered by Absalom, his brother? Hey. All right. All right, Scott with me. Five, four, three. Nope. Two, Absalom. one, uh,
1: it's, I'm it's, sorry. It sounded a lot like Absalom. That was the thing. I don't remember. I'm sorry. The answer is Amnon. Amnon. Yes, that is right. Amnon. He was a jerk. He was. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying he deserved it.
3: I'm just saying he was a he jerk. He did not. He was so I was like, he got what's coming to him. He <laughs> <I mean, laughs>
2: was a bad dude, folks. He was a bad dude. Okay, I think you are the book and get this. What was David's first wife named Michael? Yeah, I could say me Hall, but yeah, Michael. 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 I don't know. I don't know She was gonna jerk too long you might. okay sh- well, it's understandable though. I, what, when when you when your husband kinda mean, dances naked in the street. No 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 he okay, wait, he was no Okay kid wearing his like undergarments like Okay that's David's not understanding really that, But no, listen,
3: okay <laughs> She <laughs> thought she had died or something No. So after David gets banished, right? Yes. She's now with another man.
2: Right. So right, right, right. That right. wasn't her
1: fault. I'm not talking about
3: that, that wasn't her fault. But David snatches her back. And, like, he's the first husband, so, like, yes, within his rights. But, like, she might have been perfectly happy there, and now she's getting kidnapped and brought back to this other life, and now he's dancing naked. Like, I can't exactly blame her. It's not right. Her reaction is not right. But still, it's like, you know what, sis, I'll I give you a break for that.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Ryan, Ryan is more generous than I am, I guess. All right. Next question. Yeah. Who was the first judge of Israel? First judge? No. Nope. The first judge? Uh-huh. Um, Moses? No, Aaron. No. It's not in Exodus. It's in Judges. The um, first judge in Israel was Othniel. Othniel. Well, that
1: was the first judge recorded in Judges. Is that really the first judge? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Because I'm pretty sure that. No, Moses was the one who led the people. So yeah, but I think that Moses like appointed judges in jurisdiction over Israel? Yeah, but they don't give us any names. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I that's why I was confused. the first recorded judge, okay, that's what he's saying. Okay, that, there you go. I, I was confused. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, okay? Okay,
2: who was the last recorded judge of Israel? You probably didn't know this one.
1: The last recorded judge of Israel? Uh-huh. Uh, Samson?
2: No. No? Oh, uh, I don't recall. Right, you know? Okay, the answer was Samuel. Samuel was the last he judge. Was, okay,
1: because he was a prophet, but he was also a judge. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh,
1: who was the priest king who blessed uh, Abraham? Mm-hmm. Melchizedek. Yep. I'm just happy I can pronounce that. That's You're hard. cheating.
3: What? No, I'm not. No, not you. Him. He's playing the timer as soon as he asks the questions, not after. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, after. okay. Okay. How did Paul
1: die? Paul died? He was the, he beheaded, right? He yeah. Was beheaded. Yeah. yeah. He was beheaded in Rome. Yeah. In, in Rome. Yeah. When he was on trial. That's not in the
2: Bible, though. Like, it, it's not, but it's according to Christian tradition. Yes. So I'm, yeah. I would. I take that. I, I mean, back. I think don't think I don't <laughs> think, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's wrong. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. I don't think that's in the Bible. <laughs> All right. How old was Jesus when he died? Thirty-three. 33.
3: Dang. You know she's not raising her hand. Who
2: are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You can't. i <laughs> How did Peter die? Uh, he hung on the cross upside down. Yeah. Yep.
1: Where was he? Spain. I don't know.
3: Uh,
2: I think. He- I think he was also in Rome. I think the Romans executed them both. I don't know, Nero, Nero was something else at that time. Yeah. um, He was busy. I <laughs> read that wrong. I read, instead of when Sodom burned, when Solomon burned. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. How <laughs> did I that miss that's the question. He's was like, wait, that was the whole story. I don't even remember. When Sodom burned, what was the punishment for looking back?
1: Turning to salt Salt killer
2: you're ready for a salty dinner, kids, just try off to think of the fact that we're eating your mothers.
1: Right? I mean, yeah, it would be uh, okay if they had a cow?
2: Salt lick? No. <laughs> that should be useful. That would be useful. but hey. <laughs> Who was the first missionary recorded in the Bible? Paul? No,
3: it's the lady at the well. This that's oh, the lady at the well. Yep. The well.
2: Ha! The ha! Right. What is the second greatest commandment according to Jesus? Love your neighbor as <laughs> yourself, Guys gotta get in front of one another like you guys do like robots. <sighs> <laughs> Ooh, now that you get this one, what was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's original names? Oh, I don't know. Um, nobody cares about their original names. Belshazzar? No, that's not even one of them. Belshazzar? No. Okay. Belshazzar was no. That um, was that was Daniel, right? No. Oh, yeah, that might have been Daniel. Actually. Might have been Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their original I i knew I'd you with this one. The original names were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah.
3: Nobody cares about their... So <laughs> I know I nobody
2: mean. That's why I... No, I know, but so that so let me out. just
1: make this point. I always think it is weird that Daniel refers to himself as Daniel. Right. It's like, weird to think. don't by so, the Jewish names.
2: Yeah, yes. Why does he call
1: his friends by their Jewish I names? It's a little yeah. weird. It's not like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were easier to say or pronounce. <laughs>
2: Like, <laughs> what were their original Hebrew names? Uh, Hananiah, Mishah, Misha, and Azariah. Okay, yes. Yeah, like, like, it's not like somehow those were,
1: oh, here, we'll go with these Babylonian names because they're so much easier to pronounce. Okay. Honestly,
2: like, I might be wrong about this one, but I looked it up on Google, so Google knows everything.
1: I mean, do they, though? Do they? I don't
2: know. Okay. What's the shortest book in the Bible?
1: Shortest?
2: Oh, Philmon. No. Oh, not according to Google, James. I th- I thought it was Philo James too, but
1: apparently ac- not.
2: No, no, no.
1: It's um. It's one of the minor prophets. I can't remember which one. But No, it's actually you are back.
2: right. It's Obadiah. Obadiah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember there was a minor prophet. It was super short.
2: Yeah, he he. It's like not even like a page and a half. It's like a page and then two sentences on the next
1: page. Right, right, right. I only retain that because, like, I when when you label, like, your book, I'm like, oh, this is, wow, that's it? Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Because <laughs> he's the one who put the Bible tabs in my Bible. Put the Bible tabs in and you're like, oh, that's like a quarter of a page. That I've had for, like, three years. I should get them a new one.
1: Yeah.
2: Mine's actually falling apart. It is
1: literally falling apart. I mean, that's a good thing that you use it a lot. Yeah.
2: Not bad.
1: Right. Uh, a well-worn Bible is, um, you know, a, a good sign for a heart that is before the Lord.
2: Uh-huh. What is the longest book in the Bible?
1: I see it. No, Saul. Psalms.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Who, uh, who killed King Saul? Saul? So it seems... No, it was
1: his armor bearer. No. He died in battle. He no. died in battle, but his armor bearer Uh-oh. killed him.
2: No, his armor bearer did not kill him.
1: And who was it?
2: Okay. This is actually a really interesting story because you were close. So his armor bearer was with him. And in the story, Saul says, run me through with my sword. I've been badly wounded by the Philistines. Uh-huh. And he says, no, I will not do it. So Saul play, put his sword in the ground and fell on it. Oh, okay. oh okay. So, so he impaled himself. Yeah, that, that was the He did he ask his, his armor said, bearer to kill him. Right? He, he did ask his armor bearer to kill him. His armor bearer wouldn't do it, though. That's right. So that's. So it was a trick question. Okay, okay, okay. Who succeeded Saul's throne? This is a good one. Who succeeded Saul's throne? David? No. David actually didn't, immediately. Oh.
1: David didn't immediately? Yeah. Well, Jonathan didn't take it. Because so. he was dead, yeah. <laughs>
2: I knew neither of you would get this. Mm-hmm. It was his youngest son, Ishbosheth. Yeah, because we just remember Ishbosheth. Ishbosheth. No, Ishbosheth. Who? No, he did Yeah. It. He didn't yeah. It. yeah. It. It was. What? Yeah, because Abner, after Saul died, Abner declared Ishbosheth the, um, new king of Israel because Jonathan was the successor to the throne, but he had died in battle along with his dad. So I feel like we're back in school doing a pop quiz.
1: So I don't feel mm. like that was. I don't. I don't feel like that was the... See, I, I need to look that up because I felt like to the, be fair. The was, only time I remember him being there was when David invited him to dine at his table. No, so there was like this whole story yeah. where he yeah, yeah. sounds like the only remaining relative of Jonathan.
2: That was that, that was a thief who had raided the battlefield. That that's why um that's why you got the idea that someone else killed King Saul. Okay. Yeah.
1: We'll see. I'll look. No. Don't fact check me. Yeah, we're going to fact check that one because I feel like that one's not, I don't know. Who was I don't want to say that it's not right. I'm just saying that's not how I remember it.
2: (laughs) Who was Saul's general?
1: Who was Saul's general? I
3: don't
2: know. Who was a minor character? Nobody cares about minor
3: characters.
1: Well, I mean, somebody cares, but I I don't remember.
2: talking about him.
1: Yeah, I do not remember it's Abner, y'all. It's Abner.
2: Yeah. It we were
1: just talking about Abner. Yeah. When we were, to- do you remember talking about Abner? I recall his name, but okay. I don't remember <laughs> talking about him. No, I don't okay. either. Okay, keep going. Okay, you're not gonna get
2: this one either. All right. Neither of you do your studies on Abner. Wow. Oh, Nobody cares all about, about Abner. Abner.
1: Nobody cares about Abner. Anyway, just kidding. Abner cares about Abner. Dude, Abner there's
3: going to be an Abner listening to the radio show, and he's going to be like, I'm hurt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Abner, if you're listening. Uh, uh, who killed Abner? Who cares? David. No. What? No. Oh, I I don't know. I was thinking maybe I was bad because he didn't all. Saul was dead before Abner died. Right. Suicide. Saul killed himself. Joab killed Abner. Who cares about Joab? He was David's general. He was actually a very important character because he killed David. So David God killed too. him. No. Not
3: through his own hands, but. No. David didn't want Joab to kill him. Okay, fine. Move on to the next question. And it better not be about Joab, Abner. Or Abner. is no. <laughs> the last one. Last okay,
2: okay. How did the prophet Judge Samuel die? Prophet Judge Samuel? Yes. Yeah. How did he die? Of old age. No. Actually, I
1: don't actually recall.
3: I remember, like, Saul called him, but...
1: Right, right, right. Remember, he visited him as a ghostie. But I don't remember how he
2: died. He <laughs> died of old age. No, he died of a broken neck. Just like Eli.
3: Can you imagine if you got him as a ghostie and he's like,
2: hey, (laughs) Hey, why'd you call me? That's dark, y'all. That is dark. (laughs) It's not
3: as dark as I talked to my friend Ashley yesterday. We talked about Revelations.
2: Uh,
3: It's
1: actually Revelations. It's only one of them.
3: Anyway, uh, we talked about it. And, dude, shit dark. Shit dark. (laughs) Because she's like, you know how, like, in the Left Behind series, um, people kind of just get sucked up and the clothes get left behind mm-hmm. she's like what if it's just your soul that gets sucked up and you're just left with your family of corpse? what are you supposed to do with the bodies do you bury them all are you emotionally available to bury them all or do you just burn all of the bodies in the street because nobody can help you because it's a world crisis right. everybody's panicking so we just bury them in the street right or like we just burn them in the street I'm like but the smell of flesh she's like that's why you go inside I'm like what the heck you think I'm emotionally available for that but not for digging a grave Wow wow. Well, I oh,
1: don't know okay. I don't know so do you guys want to keep going still got a little busy we do up. have we do have a couple more minutes please. okay
2: so I actually looked up on a website and I went to the difficulty difficulty um it's not, a... like insanely difficult for us yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay what does the word Israel mean does she wrestles with God? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's the only female judge of Israel? Deborah. Deborah. Okay, these are two... No, you're not going to get... that. Who cares? It's one of the four rivers listed as falling out of Eden. Oh, um, hold it's on. Baishan, Gaihan, his tigress, and Ukraine. You could have gotten that. Okay. At least the tigress in Ukraine They knew those ones. What is the musical instrument? Fire. Come on. God, oh, we knew it. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Come on, guys, to the uh, qu- to the questions. Okay, who's this is the New Testament now? Who is considered the thirteenth apostle to replace Judas Aschirius? Bartholomew. No, Thaddeus. No. These were all in the twelve disciples. Who who was the disciple after? Well, there was a,
3: there was somebody that had the second. Like there was two of them. That so the guy that
2: got added on, he had the same name as one of the other apostles. Yeah, I was Bartholomew. No. Oh, well. Okay, your time's up. The, the His name recorded in the Bible was Matthias. Oh, okay, Matthias. What unusual gift did King Herod promise her daughter for her birthday? Oh. The head, the head of, of John the Baptist. Baptist on a silver platter. <laughs> right? How twisted is that?
1: Go ask your dad for the head of somebody on a platter. No, 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 no. no. Go dance.
2: Yeah, front of people. Right, right, right. And, right. And, and, and it
1: wasn't just like the what answer, kind it was of like mom? These really seductive dances. Like it was
3: really weird. Anyway, I'm so glad you're my mom and don't ask
1: me to do things like that. Oh, no, that would be bad. That would be bad. No, I don't it. think that most parents are that good.
3: Yeah. Oh, why would you encourage that? Do you know what could happen like after?
2: I mean, I'm just saying. That's pretty. Yeah. Oh gosh,
3: talk about a messed up childhood.
2: Ooh, I don't think either of you are gonna get this one. Good okay. job, questions. What city mentioned in the book of Revelation is also the name of an American city? What? What? Philadelphia. Dang it! I I
1: didn't understand the question. So so in Revelation, there are seven churches listed that are the churches of cities. And one of them is Philadelphia, which happens to also be the name of a U.S. City. That's creepy.
2: Name the shortest book in the Bible. Did that. We
1: just did that one. No. I still no. can't remember. Oh, sorry.
2: The shortest verse in the Bible. He, he left. Left. Jesus wept. Yeah, it was Jesus
1: wept. So I don't know what the uh, address is on that, though.
2: Wait. I think ah! it's John. It. Well, uh, yeah,
1: okay. That's <laughs> pretty not specific. to uh, the whole no, book. No, 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 <laughs> We
2: still have time. John 11:35. Yeah. We still have time. Dang. We still have some time. Okay. We still have some time. We still got some time, so I'm... Do some more. Do a different one this time. Okay, true or false? The Bible is the most popular book ever written. True. Yep. Uh, What is the first book in the Bible? Genesis. The table of contents.
1: I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: It's your section on how to read this Bible. When the Egyptians tried to follow the Israelites through the Red Sea, what happened?
1: The Red Sea closed in on them? Yep. Killed them all! Kill them all!
2: Name the place where Jesus walked on water.
1: The Sea of Galilee.
2: Dang it! Guys. Okay. false. Jesus turned water into Pepsi. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> that, would <laughs> be, that would be fun! Actually one oh, of the, the questions, well, like, Jesus turned one and said wow, that's me. Oh,
3: wow. So yesterday I am um, at one of the schools they that I know of, they were doing Bible trivia yeah. and um they asked the kids what kind of bread fell from heaven? Okay. Right. Manna, right? right. But the kid he was he was like not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. And he leans over to um to my friend and he goes it, is it sourdough?
1: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: you, you could tell he wasn't exactly sure, but he was really hoping it would be that and you mm. just didn't have the heart to be like, what?
1: No, bro, it's not sourdough.
3: <laughs> He's like, good try, bud. <gasps>
1: That's funny. Jeez, okay. <sighs> I have no Amazon Prime shopping money today. We <laughs> have to stick to Bible
2: study. Okay, before Jesus started preaching, what was his job? He was a carpenter. Yeah. How he just has his... no a handyman. Which is kinda of fun
1: because he has to do a lot of reconstruction work on us. Hey. Boo. Uh, <laughs> he booed my joke
2: So you, you know how I asked, uh, what was the choice verse in the Bible? was Jesus left and left why did Jesus make that verse? Because Jesus was, was dead. Oh
1: Okay. Because Lazarus was dead. It made him sad.
2: Um, Is that the reason he was sad? He
1: could have been sad that his sister didn't have the faith that he could resurrect him, but it doesn't really say why he wept. It was a pretty short verse.
2: Okay. What did the woman pour on Jesus' feet at the home of Simon the I mean, leper?
1: Yeah, it was perfume.
2: Like, no. Oh, my gosh. It was too easy. <laughs> True or false. She just didn't know he was gonna be arresting two He knew. Ah! He was pretty sure about that. Okay, hold on. We're having technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. I'm now going to look up hard Bible questions because these are Okay, you got like four minutes, bro. I... Like four minutes. I don't know. I... I don't know, our whole
1: computer shut down mid show. So.
2: Oh shoot, really? <laughs> yeah, it
1: is. It. Oh no! But I had I had it up on the phone, so it was fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I ran the last commercial break for my phone because because now we just back everything up, folks. That's how that is. Uh, you got anything yet? Uh, We're gonna hard stare at Cross while he's okay. Up what happened
2: first, the murder of Abel or the Great Flood? The murder Lord of
1: Abel. Abel.
2: was the bl- what was the name of the blind beggar at the gate of Jer- Jericho? I don't
1: know. You? Um.
2: Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tom, Tom. Um, It wasn't But now I kind of wish it was <laughs>
1: Hey Tom
2: You <laughs> have to say it like that Tom
1: I, Now now Tom's are mad at this <everywhere. laughs>
2: You guys weren't going to get this This is a really hard name But I think it's, it's Bartimaeus? Uh, Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus Bartimaeus Okay mm-hmm. How many years of family did Joseph prophesize to the Pharaohs? <laughs> Seven what was Jacob's youngest son called? Jacob's youngest son? Mm-hmm.
1: Benjamin. Where did first
2: we first hear about a shepherd?
1: Where where did we first hear about what? Where like, did we first hear about a shepherd? In it, the Bible? In Genesis? I am like trying to think about like I mean <laughs> okay, I, you know I know, what know that, I know what that story? um you know all right, it
2: is Genesis. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: <laughs> trying not to overthink it, but I'm kind of scared.
2: <laughs> Who said as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord? Joshua. Joshua. I got it! What commander had leprosy? Uh, no, I'm not Amin. Yeah, yeah, no Amen. No, okay, which towns were destroyed by fire and brimstone?
1: That All more. of them. Oops. All <laughs> of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my kind of
1: dark dark sense of humor. She's like, let it all go up in flames! Like, okay, She'd be shaking her sandals off in a lot of places, okay? You better
2: watch out. What kind of animal did Balam ride? What what? Bal- what? what kind of a- animal did Balam ride? A donkey. A talking donkey. A talking donkey. donkey. A donkey. <laughs>
1: That's a really bad truck impression.
2: Donkey. Donkey.
1: My Okay. I would imagine your boy.
2: That sounds like a boy. Uh, which biblical book tells of David and Goliath? Uh, Samuel. First Samuel. Samuel. yeah. You can't just say Samuel. I no, I can't her. say. I, I, I get, get it, it right. right. All right, one more, and then we're gonna cut to commercials. All right. Uh, gonna make this a good one. Uh, where did a jailer find his face? What? What? Where did a jailer, like, in, in the story of the Earthquake, where did the jailer find his face? In the jailhouse?
3: Right. Oh, I know, in his own house. It was in his own house. Okay. No, 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 no. Don't shake your hand. I, your head. I was right. It, okay. It was, but. <laughs> There's a but? Yeah. He, no, he encountered God's power in the jailhouse, vilified but he and his I'm family fine.
2: did not. What?
1: Apparently he was looking for a city.
2: <laughs> he didn't say that. What you city? didn't let me say that. You just said what city did the
3: jailer find his face? No, not me, where, he where did that. he find his face. Yeah. It's specifically
1: in his house. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just holding on to his response when I realized that Philadelphia was was the church that he was looking for. He was like, you were supposed to get that one. All right. Let's go ahead and cut to commercial break, and we will see you guys
2: soon.
0: Bye.
2: Bye. That's right. The Jokers
0: and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime Special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you.
1: We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now, so why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money on your wallet. And I'm all about saving money, so check out Marty.com. I want
0: to tell everyone about the 501c3 nonprofit, Barefoot is Legal. Flip-flops are the most worn shoe. Even in America, almost everyone wears cheap flip-flops during the summer, sometimes even all year long. It's because they don't want to wear shoes, but there is sixty years of social stigma to overcome most people think it is illegal to drive a car go to a store or eat in public without shoes on the fact is there are zero laws health department stuff insurance regulations etc about going barefoot not only that it is actually safer and more healthy to go barefoot than wear most shoes that we have been wearing the last half century Please check out the website barefootislegal.org and check out all of our social media. Going barefoot is safe, healthy, and legal. barefootislegal.org.
1: All right, guys, well, welcome back to Dynamic Word Bible Study. I'm uh, still your host. I'm your host this time. You were our host last time, right? Yep. So I'm I'm the host this
2: time. I had
1: he had the power. He uh, the power.
2: How was that, Cross? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was really fun. Was and, fun. fun. and I stumped you with a couple of questions. You did stumped
1: me to. with a couple of them. A couple a little bit hard, but
2: yeah, I I thought
1: it was really funny. I but thought so, and, too, uh, I actually had to
2: look them up. Like, Wait, hold
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a couple of them that you were surprised that I got, and I like watching your face. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we do read our Bibles around here. To do that! <laughs> <laughs> right, we we read our Bibles around here, right? So now we're gonna do some Q and A for. you the co-host
2: this time.
1: You're the co-host this time, Cross. Yep. Yes, That's my name. That's your name. I'm glad you <laughs> reminded me. And my yeah. other co-host, <laughs> Mariah. Mariah, she was That's so charming great. in the last in the last sessions. you were adorable. Okay. Anyway. No, <laughs> yeah, I I'm charming. You are charming. It's okay. He's charming too. So you guys okay. can join us in the chat. Ooh,
2: that was going to
1: be a mean comment. Oh, no, be nice, especially on air.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so when the kids are misbehaving in public, I always tell them that they have to behave well until we get not around people who think that they're well-behaved, and then they can, <laughs> and then they can be rotten. It <laughs> really does tell us. <laughs> they're never really rotten, but it's just a, Guys, not. Not in front of people. They all think you're nice. But they're actually really nice at home too, so um, it's a joke. If it wasn't a joke, it wouldn't be funny. (laughs) So um, we're going to do our Q&A. You can uh, join us by chat. I do have the chat window open. You can also call in. Uh, three one nine five two seven six two zero eight.
2: That's three one nine five two seven six two zero eight. Press one to one call if you want to talk to us. Yeah, if if
1: if you press one, it gives us a little like hand held up icon next to your name. You to and, raise your hand. Talk. Right. right. <laughs> we don't raise our hand in this house. Okay, so let's see here. The first question is, when you're in trouble, who do you call to pray with you, and why do you call that person?
2: God.
1: You just call God to pray with you? Yeah. That's cool. Oh wait,
2: like, like like a per person. A person. A
1: person. Oh. You know, we're two work or gathered, there
2: I am in your midst type thing. Um I don't know, I usually pray in my room. The door closed at night. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't like other people praying with me. Why not? Yeah. You're like a chaplain day you're supposed to. I know. Okay. I, I like praying alone though. Okay,
1: okay. Well, that might be something that you want to work on because it can be really, really good. No, not right now. I'm not feeling good.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sniffed my nose and she's like, "No, you're gonna, gonna have hot rockets up. or something." That's <laughs> gross. Okay. Ew. <laughs> and then like, Ew. Oh. <laughs>
1: Ryan, what's your, who do you, who do you call the privacy?
3: I have multiple people from multiple different things. Uh-huh. Um, let's see if it's my faith, my health, um, or like really big, I'm scared and I can't control this. Everything is literally out of my control and it's bad. Um, I will call pastor Lisa because um, not only was she um, my mentor and walked me through kind of like a lot of development um, and really took the time to um, pour into me as a new belief, as, a, as a new member of our church um, she is also the one of the senior pastors so if anybody knows anybody and can help me she does Okay. Um, if it's for my relationship, then um, I will talk to Miss Christie because Miss Christie knows me and the person that I'm seeing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So not only is she a good mediator between the two of us mm-hmm. um, but she is also very similar to me. So she can be like girl. I've been there. That is so valid. I understand where you're at, but don't do it. <laughs> I did it and it didn't work, so don't do it. And then, um, if Miss Christie's not available and I re- and I'm like, I know I'm on their spiritual warfare, then I go to Pastor Myra because she is the um, the foundation leader. So she teaches biblical foundations and how to overcome spiritual strongholds. So she's just like, this is just her realm of expertise.
1: That's what she does. Yeah. That's what she does.
3: And those are usually my main
1: situations that I need prayer on. Right. I mean, I have multiple people, too. Um, I, I uh, Sherry and I do a lot of praying together. Um, and uh, Karina. Oh, Allie. Allie, too. But she's like equal. Right. So I'm, I mean, listed yeah. out mentors. Right, right, right. Got you, got you. So um, Karina, and Karina just knows when to show up. Sometimes I don't tell her I need her help, but she shows up anyway, and I'm always so blessed that she does (laughs) it. And her mom, Penny, definitely a lot of times. Um, And I have totally gone to Pastor Lisa for prayer. Um, Pastor Lisa is awesome. Pastor Lisa is not my pastor, but if I could, like, Pick a new like extra best friend that would be Pastor Lisa. I love her. She's so awesome. <laughs> she is so awesome, but very very busy. So I, I'm always like, yeah, I don't want to take more of your time, but um, can you just be besties? Like, can can that be a thing?
3: You know. So she she always goes like.
1: Oh how come? How come? <laughs> she's so cute. I uh, it. I like oh,
3: interesting. It. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she she does. She listens well too.
3: You got you gotta grow in maturity. Maturity. Is that it? Maturity? Maturity.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we all gotta grow in maturity sometimes too. <laughs> she's so cute. I adore her. She's she's really awesome people, so um, yeah. So those are those are usually my go to's, um for prayer when I when I need some help. Um, so how have so have you ever seen God deliver you from trouble when other people prayed? Tell us what happened. Now, I don't know if I have like a direct story, but there's this gal at church, okay? And she pulled me aside one week and she was like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she said, yeah, because God keeps laying you on my heart to pray for you. And I'm like, well, When? And so, like, one of the times was consistently on Wednesday morning. And then there were a couple other times where it was really interesting because I was facing something. So, like, I am really certain that God was specifically calling her into prayer over us and our show and over me specifically when spiritual attack was coming on. And so I'm super blessed by that. I think that that was just amazing. Um, this one, I have to say, can I request a story, Mariah? Oh, gosh, which one? Okay. France. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, why don't you tell us about, oh. about France? Um, Because that was definitely a time when people were, like, praying for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's um, such a good story, Mariah!
3: <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the one where my friend and Sujit just when he got lost is better. I like that one more. Um, but yes, in, in France, I was sick with COVID, um, and I was almost homeless in Paris. <laughs> I didn't speak a lick of, of French, um, and I was getting kicked out and had... They, they weren't
1: just kicking her out to be me. They were, like, the, the lease the, was
3: up. The lease was up, and the people that were moving in were, like, on our doorstep, like, they I could not delay it if I wanted to. Um, I was prepared to break into um, <laughs> a courtyard and sleep there um, at night because I'm not only in Paris, I'm in the the worst part the worst part of, the the worst part of Paris. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it is not safe. If you
1: guys didn't know that there was a hood in Paris, there's a hood in Paris, and that's where they were.
3: Yeah, like th- that's where they put all the bad people um well it's not just not, not not bad, bad people, people but it like, is. that's where all they put all, all the the
1: immigrants and the refugees all the immigrants the and refugees are all there
3: and they to clarify they are not bad people but they are viewed as bad people there
1: right right so so the so their um city is very segregated like the united states cities used to be yeah um
3: and it's not, People don't like that, by the way. It's not, <laughs> it's not super strong, but yes, that is where most of them go because one—that's where everybody speaks the same language. Anyway, we're
2: getting that's off track. Right, right, right.
3: Um, well, that's where the government was providing help, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're we're off track. Um, I was 20 minutes from being kicked out, and was COVID-filled, um,
1: and <laughs> she <was> sick too. <laughs> I was too,
3: was so bad. And the lady that I had booked my my trip with refused to help us. Um, she was not helpful whatsoever. I was sick, so I'm like barely in and out of consciousness. Um, I was barely eating; like it was bad. Uh, and the 20 minutes before I leave, um, my team is like, "Hey, let's pray over you and pray for healing." And I'm like, "That's not."
1: Um, She's like, that's not a thing, y'all.
3: <laughs> like, no, because like, here's the thing. I believe in healing. I've seen it, but like, there's always the after effects of COVID. You know, it takes months for. I was
1: about to say, we've we've all had COVID.
3: Yeah. Here, so. so. So,
1: like. It's pretty legit.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Even if you you feel better, sometimes the after effects are still there. The whole like. You'll check positive for a long time. Yeah. Um, I was like, it's not gonna make a difference. Nobody's gonna let me in. But I, but we prayed, and we took the test again, and it came back negative, and I had housing, I had food, and
1: was safe, so. Yeah. And you felt better. And I felt, well, I was still pretty weak. Because <laughs> you hadn't eaten for days, yo. <laughs> oh, and also, I was
3: sick with COVID. Like, I was legit, like, I felt like skin and bones. It was so
2: bad. Yeah. Like. From 2020 to 2022, like, we got COVID every year. Like, I can't remember anything from those years. Yeah, Um, it
1: was not fun. It was not fun.
3: Tajikistan is better because we had a friend that got lost at night in Tajikistan, and um, nobody spoke Russian, and that's what they spoke. Mm -hmm. It was was like midnight. We could not find him. And we can't really call the police because – You can't communicate with the
2: police.
3: Well, also, we're there as missionaries. And, um, oh, um, anyway, he got lost, but somebody, um, had a dream about him, prayed for him. The next day we found them and there, the lady was like, Oh, I had a dream about this boy and I prayed for him to come back home and he did. So I just, this random woman saw us and was like, I
1: dreamt about you. That's crazy. It was really cool. I love it. Um, Have you ever thought about yourself as an apostle in your city? Nope. And how does that change the way that you think about your daily activities and interactions? There's a lot of silence over here. Is that a thought that you ever thought about?
2: Nope. Not reflected.
1: No? You didn't think about that ever? Never, ever. How do you think that will change how you talk and act when you're hanging out in town? Because we're like always on mission here, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I know we live in Vegas. In Vegas. Like eating a slice of pizza. I'm on mission.
1: (laughs) I mean, Vegas needs Jesus, doesn't it? And pizza. And pizza. Sure, why not? Um, And then, uh, what do you think your city would look like if we made it a place where God would feel at home? (laughs) What (laughs) would (laughs) change?
2: (laughs) <laughs> would a lot of things change, you think? <laughs> we wouldn't be Las Vegas anymore, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, it would be a very, very different town.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you guys think?
3: I don't want to be pessimistic, but it's kind of like, it's Las Vegas. So, tr- Okay, so strategically, I don't think much would change just for the fact to bring more people. Um. So like catching more flies with honey, but then realizing, psych, there's a little bit of vinegar in each bite you take of the honey, and conviction. But like, otherwise, I don't really think Las Vegas would change that much. I mean, I think the community would change,
1: but Las Vegas, the strip, no. I mean, it depends on like, you know, who changes, who gets convicted who, you know, is it going to be the people running hotels and casinos? Um the girls mm-hmm. in strip clubs? Like maybe, but like you can't feel I'll, it.
3: I'll be the person that says I don't think that's really going to happen though. Right. Right. Because I I mean, I don't want to be that person that says we're in the end times,
1: but we kind of are. Right, right. But even um, in the end times, they feel like God calls us, like our mission doesn't change in the end times. It doesn't. But I think like
3: to see permanent change right now, I don't. I don't think so. Will be a
1: work of God. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. I'm so hopeful. I'm so hopeful. That's good. And I'm just. I'm not saying like, don't give up hope, and don't stop doing what you're supposed to because every life does matter. Right. Um, but in regards to the city,
1: yeah. I don't know. It's not I mean, too good. I mean, I yeah, it's not looking good right now, but, like, you know, Revival could hit Vegas just like it hits anywhere else. And if it did, that would definitely bring glory to God. I could see it. I could see it. So well, I think that's all we have for today.
3: Yep.
1: All right. So uh, does anybody else want to share anything before we go?
2: Holy guacamole, Dynamo.
1: Holy guacamole, Dynamo. <laughs> all
2: right, DYNAMO's, And we will see you next week. See you next week, Dynamo. And we are
1: going to bounce into Romans chapter 16, the last chapter. Romans. Woo-hoo. And then um, I'm thinking Gospel of John, I'm thinking. Take a couple weeks break and we'll hop into the year 2024.
2: John.
3: John.
1: John. John.
3: John. 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 And I'm
1: Jover. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: All right, well, you guys have a good week and God bless. Bye. Bye! See you next time! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.